Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello and welcome back to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I would like to thank everyone as I do each and every week. I do want to, however, uh, send out a challenge to all of you guys. If you find this show valuable or if, if it's helped you in any way, I would really appreciate it if I want everyone to pause the podcast now, go on over to iTunes, leave us a review over there, and let everyone know what they can expect when they download and listen to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I am so excited about the audience that we've built of creators, the people that I've gotten to know through the interviews of this show, and all of the stuff that I've gotten to learn even doing and hosting this show and just the feedback that I've been getting from different creators about how this interview helped them or that individual reached out to them from the podcast. It's been such a blessing and an honor being able to hear that from all of you guys. I also want you guys to know that we've got a new Patreon supporter this week and uh, his name is... Adam Riley. So I really appreciate Adam over there. He's the executive producer is the level that he uh, donated over on Patreon. If you'd like to help us over there, I'll have the link in the description notes. You can donate as little as a couple of dollars each and every month to help the show and keep the lights on here on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Don't forget that this show is always brought to you by the fantastic folks over at TubeBuddy. T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. TubeBuddy is a tool browser extension that can help make your YouTube life and YouTube workflow easier. This week, I realized how easy TubeBuddy can make my life. When I was going through and doing what I call my YouTube channel audit, uh, I do this maybe once every six to eight months, depending on how many videos I've uploaded in that time period, I realized there was a card that was on uh, all of my videos, my older videos, and I would have to go through and change it on maybe 80 to 90 different videos and remove that specific card or annotation, but with TubeBuddy, literally within five minutes, I went to the bulk editor with the cards and annotations feature within TubeBuddy, and within maybe five, 10 minutes, I had that card removed, and the new updated information showed up on my videos. So if you're looking for tools like that that's going to make your YouTube workflow just more streamlined and more easier, TubeBuddy is definitely the application that I would choose. There's a free version and a paid version. If you click on the link below in the description of this podcast, you get a little discount on the paid version, and it's just absolutely fantastic. I would highly recommend it. Those guys are fantastic. And if you didn't know, I'm doing another video-based podcast called TubeBuddy Express, which is directly affiliated with the guys over at TubeBuddy, uh, where every week, every Friday, I release an episode. So this show will come out on Wednesday with the interviews with the creators, and then the TubeBuddy Express show will come out each and every Friday. Uh, that show is going to be more of like a YouTube video news, also showing you different tips you can use TubeBuddy for. So uh, go on over there and subscribe to that show as well. I would really appreciate the support. Uh, the link to that show will be in the description of this uh, here podcast that you're listening to. And uh, guys, again, if you don't know, my name is Dusty. I am the host of the show. I'm recording this opening right now at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, in the United States, uh, which is way, way later than I normally do. I normally try to release the podcast uh, no later than 10 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, but life comes first, you know, and uh, unfortunately, my little girl, my daughter, she'll be two on Christmas Day this year. Her name is Macy. She came down with some type of sickness last night. We're not sure what it is. Her mother is actually at the doctor with her right now, so we will actually find out uh, what that will be, and uh, hopefully uh, it's nothing too serious, and we'll get her mended and back healthy, because uh, that's uh, what I like. I want my little girl to be healthy, so... 
That's why you're seeing this episode release a little later than normal. So again, the ways you can support the show, TubeBuddy, go ahead and download that. Go on over and listen to the TubeBuddy Express show over on Patreon. I really appreciate that. And most importantly, guys, go on over to iTunes, leave us those reviews. It really does help the show out. So this week, I have a very special guest. This young man has a very fresh and very green YouTube channel. He's been creating content for a little over a year now, but uh, he's now averaging over three to 4,000 subscribers each and every month month. And if you look at this guy's stats, I mean, it is going up and to the right. And that is always what you want with your views, subscribers, and all of that good stuff. So this gentleman, his name is Dave Tran, and he is a uh, guitarist, a musician. He does uh, tutorials for guitars on his channel, but this young man has been doing a lot of stuff right. So without any more rambling from me, let's go ahead and jump on into the interview. All right, I am so excited today on this episode to be joined by Dave Tran. He is a 26-year-old content creator. He studied and worked as a structural engineer. He quit his job last year to pursue online business full-time. Of course, still working part-time in retail to make ends meet. He's been playing the guitar for 13 years and also been playing in bands and only recently discovered how powerful YouTube could be and how it can be used to build an online business. So he's used his passion for music and the guitar to build a YouTube channel, something that he highly enjoys doing now. Dave, how are you doing today? Yeah, great. Thanks, Dusty. Fantastic. So the name of your channel is Guitar Zero to Hero, correct? Yep, that's right. And when Dave emailed me, I went and checked out his channel. I get a lot of people emailing me all of the time asking me, can I be on the YouTube show? I want my channel featured. And most of the time, it's not to bring value to the audience. Most of the time, it's basically to promote their channel or what they're doing, which is fine. Uh, and it has there's a place for that. But on this show, I want you guys to only hear from people who actually have learned something on their career on YouTube, and they actually have something valuable to say. That way, when you listen back to the podcast years from now, you can still utilize the strategies that we talk about in these conversations. So when I went over to Dave's channel, I thought, oh man, another music channel. But when I got there, I realized something different. Dave and his quality of his channel is phenomenal. He's done all of the artwork himself. The logo looks great. He's got a great channel banner. He is offering a, a free document or a free music sheet, cheat sheet for guitar uh, on his videos to build his email list. He's doing a lot of things right. But as with anything in life, we all have failures, and we're going to talk about those in this interview today. So Dave, if you would, tell the audience a little bit about you and your YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, so it's I'm a 26-year-old. Uh, I worked as a structural engineer, as you mentioned before. Um, I absolutely hated that job, and my real passion was in music and guitar. So I've been playing now for about 13, 14 years, and um, I stumbled across a guitar tutorial uh, from one of the biggest guitar channels on YouTube. This guy's got like 1.5 million subscribers. And I was watching his video and I thought to myself, oh my God, I could, do, I could do a much better job of this. Not to take anything away from his channel, like he's done a great job, but he's just been around for so long, so he's built up this authority. So um, I thought I'd just give it a shot, so I put up a tutorial. Um, I just I recorded it off my iMac, nothing special, um, no special mic, you know, just what was on the stock standard Mac and I put it up and then about three months later I, I checked my YouTube because I 
I sort of forgot about it and it had about 3,000 views and I was actually quite shocked uh, thinking, you know, people are actually watching this sort of thing. Um, so after I read the four-hour work week, uh, that sort of changed my perspective on how I could make a living for myself and live my life. So I quit my job and I thought to myself, hey, uh, what better to you know pursue something I actually enjoy doing? So, yeah, I can just continue to film videos and um, I, I started putting a bit more effort into them. I got my own backdrop. I started using professional camera, um, using decent microphones and it just snowballed from there. And uh, so now I've got uh, over 100 guitar tutorials up and uh, the feedback has been really great. Uh, all the... All the viewers have been saying that I teach in a, a very methodical way that is different to the other channels out there. And I like to pride myself on the you know, attention to detail. And you'll find that uh, on my guitar tutorials, I have a lot of annotations, um, a lot of visual cues. And I mean, that's what YouTube's all about. Like, uh, you know, it's a visual platform. So, I thought I'd take advantage of that and really take you know, take it to the next level. I think it's funny that you said that about how you stumbled across a guitar tutorial one day and then you thought to yourself, man, I could do that so much better. You know, that's so similar to what I did, you know, years ago when I saw someone doing a technology tutorial on walking someone through uh, software. I, I realized to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, this person has, you know, hundreds of thousands of subscribers and they're probably making decent money or at the time I, I didn't even know you could make money on YouTube but I said to myself the same exact thing that Dave said and I said I can be doing this so much better and a lot of time what it is it's not that you're you're putting that other person down it's just that we all know that we all have a unique voice and that Dave could do it Dave's way and that person who was doing the tutorial that he was watching was doing it their way and that's what I tell people all of the time is that they're always telling me well you know, someone's already doing this, you know, they're doing this and they're doing it pretty, pretty well. But the thing is that if you have your own voice and you have your own style and you have your own technique, you know, that's what makes us different as people is our personalities and just how we present things. And we're all creatively different. And when I went through and watched a few of Dave's video, being a musician myself, playing guitar uh, for, for almost a decade now, it made me realize that he does have a unique way of teaching. And it is a way of which, you know, it makes it very easy to understand. And if you're doing tutorial videos, the main thing that I always tell people is your audio has to be clear. It doesn't matter that much about your video, but if your audio is not clear, no one is going to watch that video because they're not going to learn anything. They're coming there to learn something. And if they can't hear you or understand you, how can they learn? Now, talking about Dave's channel and the growth of his channel, he's been active on YouTube for, you know, eight, nine months as far as really serious about it. Over a year ago is when he started the channel back in May of 2015. But uh, the past few months, I went over on TubeBuddy and I checked out his analytics. And he is growing at a rate, a rapid rate of almost 3,000, even more, uh, 3,000 subscribers each month. And that's exciting. So we're going to talk to him today about how he grew his YouTube channel so quickly. So let me ask you that, Dave. What do you think you've 
done from the course of when you started out on YouTube and you made that first video with your iMac and you, you weren't really that serious about it up until now. What have you started to do that has really put you over the top and, and where you've started to see that tremendous growth? Yeah, so um, basically I think there's a couple of factors that contributed to the growth of my channel. I think one was the branding of my channel. Um, I came up with a you know professional looking logo. I had a nice channel banner. I uh, recorded a channel trailer, and this way, any viewer is going to go to your your channel page and know what they're going to get. Um, you need to be very clear about that about what you're providing to the audience um, because there's some channels that I find don't know, really have a direction and you've got to know your target audience, you got to know what you're going to give them and if they know that, they're going to subscribe to you. Uh, as well as that, I, I, I started uploading very frequently and um, I've read and heard from a lot of other YouTubers who have said the same thing that... Um, Upload frequency is is very important as well. If if people know that they're going to get content from you weekly, um, you know, or twice a week, what have you, um, they're going to be you know more inclined to subscribe to you. So yeah, I think it's those two factors are very important. And also going back to that branding um, point, uh, I think it was Tim Schmoyer who said in one of his podcasts that um, people will be more inclined to subscribe to you on your channel page than they are on your video. And that so that has a lot to do with branding. So they're going to watch your video. They'll, they'll find it on the suggested videos, for example. They'll see something they like. They're like, oh, okay, cool. This guy's provided me with, you know, three minutes, five minutes of entertainment or, you know, knowledge. And then they'll want to know more, so they go to your channel page, and that's where they'll make their decision. They'll go, okay, this guy can provide me even more value in the future, so I'll subscribe to him. So I think, yeah, where where you can really make um, some inroads with your growth is um, on your channel page to really hook the audience. It's all about direction and making it easy for the viewer to go and subscribe to you. And what I mean by that is that if they come and watch one of your videos, if at the end of the video or sometime in that video, you don't let them know who you are and what you're about, how are they going to know if your other videos are like that or what's going to make them want to go back and click to go to your channel page? But Tim is exactly right when he says the majority of your subscribers are going to come from your channel page. And the reason for that is think about this. When you're watching a video and you're like, oh man, this video is fantastic. What do you most of the time, what do you do almost 100% of the time? You click on their channel name, whether you're on mobile or on desktop, you go back to their channel and you look at the other videos they've uploaded recently so you, you check and make sure if they've got recent uploads go back to the consistency that Dave's talking about right there so you make sure they've uploaded recently you're not going to subscribe to a dead channel or a channel that only uploads once every four to five months so video consistency is extremely key and important if anything just for people to see when they go back to your channel that you are indeed still active and uploading videos on on YouTube so you definitely go and do that and then once they're there on your channel page it's as simple as them tapping that really big subscribe button that comes up in the corner of their interface whether it be on their computer or their 
you know, iOS or Android device, whatever it may be, you want to make it so easy for that viewer to stay in your ecosystem. You want them to go from one of your videos to another one of your videos. So in the case of Dave, you know, he wants people to watch a tutorial on how to play this specific song. But once they get done with that song, he wants them to then say, oh, I want to I want to know how to play this song. And then go back to his channel and search on his channel for a specific video. And then once he's taught one of his students, you know, per se students on YouTube, a specific technique or a song uh, on, on the guitar, I guarantee you, if they've learned something and they can play that after they're done watching the video, they're going to subscribe and they're going to come back for more. And that's why Dave's in such a good spot because he's built his branding up. And when you watch one of his videos, you know it's from Guitar Zero to Hero. And it's going to be step-by-step, annotated, very visual guitar lessons. He doesn't leave anything to doubt. He knows for sure what his avatar are people that are coming to watch his videos he knows who they are and what they want when they're coming to his channel so let's go ahead and transition to this next question Dave what is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube when I started my YouTube channel I wish someone had told me how important it is to really engage the viewers in the first 10 to 15 seconds Um, I didn't really realize this for the first sort of six months of my channel, but the the drop-off rate of uh, viewers in the first 10 to 15 seconds is massive. Um, And if you're not showing them sort of what you're going to provide in the video within that first 10 to 15 seconds, if you don't give them a good first impression, then they're just going to leave. And then you've just lost a subscriber or a viewer. So about three or four months ago, I realized how powerful the Google Analytics were. And uh, each individual video, you can actually see how much of the uh, audience is still watching your video. And that actually made me change the format of my videos quite significantly. I would, from that point on, I actually put a, a teaser at the start of the video of what they were going to learn. And I found that this this instantly engaged the the audience or the viewer and made them stay a bit longer. Um, some, you know, people were still clicking off, but at least as soon as you got to my video, you knew what you were going to learn. You knew how it sounded. Um, so there was, you know, no questions about it. It's so true what you just said, Dave, in that it's so true that in a few episodes back, I actually told my audience this on this podcast. I actually had to get rid of my really cool uh, intro that lasted like 11 to 13 seconds. But I realized what was happening. People were coming to my videos and, and, and they weren't fast forwarding through the intro. They were just leaving. You know, they, they weren't staying to watch my videos because my intro was so long. I mean, it was a cool intro, but after you watched it one or two times, I mean, it got old. And, you know, like I mentioned in the previous episode, I just I just scrapped it. And, you know, I have I actually have a After Effects guy right now that I've worked with before on different projects. He's working on making me, uh, you know, a one to three second intro just to reveal intro. And I recommend that to people who have YouTube channels is what Dave just said there is so valuable. 
you have to understand that watch time on your videos is going to be the most critical thing when it comes to ranking your videos in general, your channel rank, and when you upload a new video, how quickly that video can reach the top of the charts for specific, uh, you know, broad and niche keywords. So you have to understand that if you're not capturing the audience's attention in the first, say, you know, seven to 15 seconds, they're gone. You know, people's attention span, whether it be because of Snapchat and, and things like Vine, are, com are so short. Their attention spans are so, so short. There are not many content mediums out there today that people listen or watch for an extended amount of time. Now, podcasts are an exception because people listen to those while they're doing other stuff. So they can listen to a podcast while they're working out. But when it comes to a video, especially a tutorial video, and if they don't really know you and they're not part of your audience already, if you don't tell them what they're going to get in the first few seconds of a video, they're going to click that back button in their browser and they're never going to come back. So you've got to capture their attention quickly. So whether that be with a reveal logo or what I see a lot of people doing and I tell my clients to do when, when I'm working with them is do a little teaser like what Dave's talking about and let them know, say, hey, here's what you're going to get in this video and then do your logo and then get into the meat of the video. That's kind of the format that I've seen work, but obviously with everything creative, you can kind of bounce around and try different things, but I definitely would make sure you're doing something to capture their attention at the beginning of the video. Now, as far as a business... Dave, and as far as making money, because again, you're passionate about music, you love the guitar, but you did quit your, your day job, and, and obviously you're doing some stuff on the side, but you're wanting to make this your full-time gig. So what have you tried to do? And I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, you know, you're capturing email addresses. Maybe you can talk about that now as well. But what have you done to make YouTube and, and to make it your online business? So basically, I read somewhere early on that, you know, an email list is one of the most important parts of an online business. And at the time, I didn't really know why or, you know, how it could be so important. Um, but I figured just to take that advice anyway. So I came up with um, a free guitar ebook. It's like a cheat sheet for chords and whatnot. And uh, I've been giving it away to my viewers. So it actually provides a lot, a lot of value. And uh, so I've slowly been building up my email list and uh, hopefully what I'd like to achieve down the track with Guitar Zero to Hero is to develop some more uh, comprehensive online courses. So online learning is a very big thing at the moment. So, and you know, there's people who are willing to pay money to, to learn skills um, and you don't even have to be the best in the world at it. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself the best guitarist ever, but I'm, I'm very good at what I do and I know I can teach people well. So I'm hoping to develop some good courses, um, monetize it that way, but I've also just struck a couple of affiliate deals um, with uh, some guitar startup companies, um, smart guitars and whatnot. So yeah, affiliate deals are another big uh, avenue that I'm looking toward, um, brand deals and whatnot. So if there's someone out there right now, Dave, wanting to create a free ebook to provide to their audience, what would you recommend to them? How did you go about that process as far as getting the cover designed, uh, you know, and, and everything from writing the book? What was your process on getting all of that done? Um, well, I think you shouldn't really think about it too much. Just, um, Something short but valuable, um, just good nuggets of information 
I used iBooks Author, which I believe is a free program um, on the Mac. I don't think you have to pay for it, but it's a really great um, piece of software, and you can just you can create really really great PDF um, books or um, EPUB books. But I used it to create a PDF. Um, in terms of the cover, I did that myself in Photoshop. But I know some people stress a bit about design, but if you've ever heard of Fiverr, that's that's an amazing place to go to if you need something designed. There's so many people out there who will do a great job uh, for you know five ten dollars, and you can get you know great eBooks done, eBook covers. They can even format your eBook for you. Building an email list is a lot simpler than that sounds. Um, you just need to give them value, basically. Yeah, I can't stress enough how important it is to build that email list. And a lot of YouTubers, they, they kind of look at me like I'm crazy when I say that. Like, what do you mean build an email list? I want to create videos. I understand that. But if you want this to be your business or a part of your business, YouTube can be such a great avenue, and I'm sure, Dave, you found this out, to capture people's email addresses. And then one day, what's going to happen is... Dave is going to grow to over 100,000 subscribers. He's going to have you know, an email list of five, ten thousand 10,000 emails long. And then when he finally creates that premium course that he's selling for $49 or $99, he can shoot out that course to all of these people, and he can offer them a special deal if they get in early. You know, He can do some marketing stuff and things like that. And he might can make a few thousand bucks just off the launch of his course because he's already captured all of these emails. So it's extremely important as a video creator that you understand that if you're wanting to do this full time, if you're a business wanting to get into this, even if you're doing it just for a hobby and you may see yourself transitioning into a full-time thing later, definitely start something to capture email addresses. And offering free value like what Dave's doing with the uh, free ebook on his YouTube channel is perfect. And that's definitely the textbook way of doing that. So speaking of programs and applications, Dave, are there any YouTube tools that you could recommend to our audience that you just could not live without, whether it be hardware, software, internet resource? Yeah, so I use TubeBuddy and uh, TubeBuddy is absolutely amazing. I stumbled across it on a YouTube forum. I think the TubeBuddy developers were on there promoting it and giving a free trial away at the time. So I decided, you know, I've got nothing to lose. So I gave it a shot. And the tools that TubeBuddy gave me were just so comprehensive. I didn't even know where to start. But they helped me so much in saving time. Um, whenever I'd upload a new video, I wouldn't have to redo all my annotations and cards. I could just bulk copy them. That saved me so much time. And also, there's, there's really great analytics tools that TubeBuddy provides. One that I use a lot is the keyword rank tool. It actually shows you where you rank on all the tags that you've put in for that video. It's a really great way of keeping track of how your video is doing. Um, so you can you know, optimize it or change any keywords and whatnot. Uh, so that's really good. Another thing that I like on TubeBuddy is the thumbnail generator. So that's been really great for me. And also the A-B testing. Um, about four or five months ago, all my videos had a similar thumbnail template. It was just uh, it was just a red background with some nice uh, white writing on it, which would just say, you know, um, this in this guitar tutorial. And for a while, I was wondering whether that was the best way to attract viewers 
whether it was actually eye-catching and engaging when it came up in the search rankings. So I noticed that TubeBuddy had an A-B. Um, it's like where you can compare and contrast the results of different types of thumbnails on the same video. Yeah. So an A-B test um, on thumbnails. So I, I tried, I tested, so I compared my old thumbnail to a new one and the new one had uh, a screenshot of me with a guitar. And TubeBuddy sort of switches between the thumbnails every single day. And for a two-week period, you get to see the analytics, the click-through rate, which is was which was really handy. And I saw instantly that the thumbnail that had me with the guitar uh, was converting much better. And so it kind of made sense because when people search for something, they have a split second to decide on which video they're going to click. And they want to know, going back to, you know, the audience wanting to know what they're going to get, they want to know that they're getting a guitar tutorial. So if they see a thumbnail with a guitar in it, they're going to go instantly, subconsciously, okay, this is a guitar Okay, this is a guitar tutorial. So, uh, yeah, TubeBuddy's really good. Um, I use Adobe Premiere for editing, and I think that's about it. Fantastic. Yeah, no, TubeBuddy is fantastic. I'm not going to speak too much on them because they are a sponsor of the show. I've already told you guys how I feel about them. If you're looking for a tool to speed up your YouTube process during the week, I would definitely recommend checking them out. Uh, it starts as a free browser plugin. Again, the links will be in the show notes. So let me ask you this, Dave. If you could give just one piece of advice to someone starting on YouTube, what would that be? I think it would be to have fun and to also not worry too much about what other people think. Um, yeah, to just really enjoy the process because you don't want to be doing it if you, if you don't enjoy it. If you want to be doing this to make money, uh, then that's probably the, the wrong thing. That's probably the wrong way to go about it. Um, you can definitely make money from it, but you've got to enjoy it as well. And that's what I've sort of discovered that, you know, I, I love teaching guitar. Music's a passion for me, so I can combine the two, you know, business and my passion and hopefully get some success that way. But also not, not to dwell on negative comments on your videos or anything like that. I've never received anything too bad, but I know YouTube can be a very harsh place and you got to just sort of brush it off. Haters are going to hate. Um, but keep doing your thing and just enjoy what you do. Yeah, people are just mean. They really are. People are just mean and they're rude and they don't they don't have anything better to do than to go onto people's YouTube content that they're working hard to produce and then, you know, comment something really really terrible. And one of the things that I try to do with this podcast and with my YouTube videos is that there's enough negativity in the world. There's enough of that. If you watch the news, it doesn't matter where you live, if you live in the U.S. or if you live in Australia, like like Dave, or whatever the situation may be, there's enough negativity around. And sometimes when people are consuming content, it's good for them to use it as an escape. And if you're passionate about what you're creating and you stay positive and, and you don't let those people bring you down, 
you'll be able to produce and create so, so much better content than if you let that drag you down because it, it will come through. Your passion and your frustration will come through if you're letting those people get to you. So I definitely agree with what Dave's saying. You know, just have a good time. Enjoy it. And then once you've kind of, you know, realized that you want to do this in the future, move forward and then take it a little more serious, but have a good time. You've, you've got to enjoy what you're doing because if you don't, people will be able to tell. So in closing of this interview, Dave, what is next for your YouTube channel in the future? What are, what are, what are some things you've got uh, in, in the works right now? So I'd really like to start doing more collaborations with um, cover artists, I think. In all my videos, I generally have a video playthrough where I have a singer on top to so to show the context of the guitar in the in the song and yeah i think it'd just be really great to grow my audience um by featuring you know cover artists who also have a big audience and just collaborating and also i th i'm thinking like 5 10 years down the track but i'd really love to branch out to other instruments as well I, I wouldn't be teaching, of course, because guitar is my main thing, but, you know, it would be great to be running a channel that taught drums, uh, vocals, ukulele, bass, what have you. So that would be a really cool thing to do in the future, I think. I love it. And Dave, I love what you have going on on your channel. I knew immediately as soon as I clicked the link from your email, I knew I wanted to have you on the show because... A lot of YouTubers who are as, I guess I would say, green as you as far as, you know, you've only been doing it now for a little over a year and seriously, you know, eight, nine, ten months, you're doing so many things right. And I think it's good for the audience of this podcast to hear that, you know, you can grow and you can gain a good amount of subscribers if you stick to it and you brand well. And if you wanted to ask me personally, as someone who does YouTube consulting for businesses and individuals, if you would ask me, well, why is it that Dave has grown at the rate that he's grown and why is he growing so quickly? The one word that comes to my mind is branding. Dave has done a phenomenal job of branding his videos and his channel so that people know what he is about and what they're going to receive when they go to consume his content. And when you're watching one of Dave's videos in the suggested box to the right of that video, you're going to know exactly what videos in that list are Dave's because of the way he's branded his videos, making it easy to go from one video to another and then going back to the channel page to subscribe to his channel. So again, he's doing a great job at that. So Dave, I do want to thank you. Uh, for coming on this show. It means a lot to me to hear from other creators who are doing it right. And I'm so glad that you reached out to me. And I'm so glad that I had somebody cancel on me. So we had to do this kind of last minute. And if you don't know, Dave is in Australia. When we started talking over an hour ago, it was midnight. So it's probably past 1 a.m. there now. So I do want to thank him for staying up a little later uh, than he probably normally does. But he did say that he was a night owl. So Dave, if you would, real quickly, before we get off with the episode, where can people find you on the internet yeah so you can find me at youtube.com forward slash guitar zero two hero channel the two is the number two not uh, to and you can also find me at guitar zero to hero.com 
I love it. Thanks so much for having me. I love it. No, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me, Dave. And if you're wanting to learn how to play the guitar or you already know how to play just a little bit but wanting to improve your skills, I highly recommend going on over to Dave's channel. I will link to it in the show notes as I do, and I'll also have a link to it over on the website. Also, if you're wanting to get that free ebook that Dave offers, kind of like a cheat sheet, I'll also link to that as well. Uh, Another great way to go and help Dave out as well as helping yourself if you're looking to improve your shredding skills. So Dave, we do again appreciate it and we'll talk to you later. Thanks so much for having me. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as support us on Patreon for great perks such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.